Steve Hunt, a reverse, Marshall throwing it back, and it's caught for the touchdown! The Orlando special! That screen pass again. And it's work. picked off. Garvin down the sideline. Will it be a pick six? You betcha. Touchdown, Orlando. Three Point Stance Magazine proudly presents Flip Off. Dedicated entirely to the Alliance of American Football. Come and catch it this time. Week two of the Alliance of American Football is upon us, kids. He's Justin Day. I'm Brandon Rush. Lots of stuff to talk about as we preview week number two's action. Uh, some news to get out of the way real quick. Uh, the Alliance Championship game, of course, we've known that it's going to be in Vegas uh, in the uh, the last Saturday in April, April 27. Tickets actually went on sale this week. Um, so if you want to go, you can get tickets to get in for 39 bucks. Even like the best seats in the stadium, 99 bucks for a championship game. So if you're thinking about going to uh, going to Vegas, you know, consider April and consider that, that weekend in April and see the the AAF championship game. Uh, so, Justin, we... Uh, I know someone is going to be there. Any reason to head down to Vegas, I think my co-host there loves to take a trip. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, 3PS was there in force. Yeah, I, it, it's it's under consideration, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm going I'm going in October for my 40th birthday with some friends. So I'm kind of like... You mean I your 30th birthday? No, unfortunately. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of... I don't know if I can swing three trips in a year. But if... Uh, you know, if the missus approves it, game on, right? That's all that matters. Right. All right, so game uh, game number two for all these teams, we got uh, a matchup of undefeated teams, a matchup of defeated teams, and a pair of one-and-one one teams. Uh, we'll start in the chronological order. First game Saturday, Salt Lake heads to Birmingham. Uh, the Stallions, Justin, come into this game with a little bit of question mark at their quarterback position. Uh, starting quarterback uh, pulled uh, tweaked a hamstring last week, didn't practice uh, Thursday or Friday. So Matt Linehan's going to get the start for the Stallions, and the uh, the Iron uh, open up as decided home favorites in this one. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this. I didn't hate the way Linehan played. We touched on that earlier in the week. I thought Salt Lake was was fine either way they went with this week, and more than likely it's going to be Matt Linehan. But I, I, the Birmingham Iron, man, I tried to, to try to tell everybody. I had a number one in my power rank. And I'd keep them there. Like I'm, I'm excited by the way that defense plays. Offense, okay, so so. But I think that was also a testament to Memphis's defense last week in terms of why they were kind of kept at bay up until the end. Trent Richardson, he's a, he's the kind of guy who's got to run the ball like 30 times. But, but as long as you give him those like one two yard games, he's good for an eight, a 12, a 14, and and he could be dominant in this game. He's kind of a guy that I'm looking forward to as the season goes along. What does his progression look like? How much better does he play? Does he get better as the season goes along, or is this just the Trent Richardson that we see today Will throughout the season? I think I would have selected Birmingham as strong favorites, even though I do think Salt Lake is, is a playoff team. Salt Lake uh, definitely has the potential to be uh, to be in the mix uh, when it all comes down to it in April. Uh, top to bottom, roster's uh, pretty solid. Uh, I had Birmingham 8 in my power rankings last week. I was obviously dead wrong. Um, and, and a lot of uh, friends had tried to sell me on Luis Perez as, as a quarterback. And, um, you know, having – they 
covered high, college football in Texas. They kind of had, had were aware of him. Uh, but that kid, his story is pretty amazing. This guy who was uh, went to college on a bowling scholarship and uh, ended up you know learning how to play quarterback by watching videos on YouTube, and now here he is as a starter in a professional league. Pretty pretty amazing. Um, I've got Birmingham up to four in my power rankings right now, uh, just because I I, I don't want to put too much stock into last week's win against Memphis. I think Memphis is pretty bad, um, and they showed it in week one. So the 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 biggest progression, Justin, in in any football team is is the uh, steps between weeks one and weeks two. So I'm looking to see mm-hmm. uh, marked improvement out of both those squads. Uh, but I want to see if if this Birmingham offense can continue to uh, to pound the rock, knowing that Trent, Trent Richardson is their bell cow, and they want to go out and run, try and run the ball in maybe 25, 30 times a game. I want to see if they can 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 keep up that pace. And he was one of the only marquee players that we had pegged down as getting a a lot of touches mm-hmm. before week mm-hmm. one who actually got a lot of touches and so they that that looks like their philosophy let lewis perez do his thing make plays outside of the pocket but when he gets under center and look for Trent richardson to run the ball and I, i'm excited to see everyone from week one to two what the offensive lines look like mm-hmm. what the and, and also sort of what the receivers and quarterbacks look like there were a couple and we're going to do a couple guys who had great chemistry with certain receivers Receivers, but as a whole, I thought a lot of receivers weren't getting open. That includes Memphis. That includes pretty much every team. Receivers were not getting open, and offensive lines were not giving quarterbacks enough time. So I'm very excited to see every team's progression in terms of offensive line play. But the line on this one, Brandon, we said Birmingham were big favorites. What eight, was that? Eight, eight Again, point that home favorites. Eight, eight points, right? And a total of 44. Oh, man. That, that, that might be a little rich for me. Mm-hmm. Eight points. Points is because I think Salt Lake's a pretty good team. I'll take Birmingham with the win. I think I would take the line. I would take Salt Lake. Yeah, so uh, Salt Lake plus the eight. We are both solidly on that uh, on that pick. Um, you and I both think Salt Lake's a, a much better team uh, than than many maybe some people are giving them credit for because I think Arizona, who they played last week, is a pretty damn good team too. So, uh, but yeah, it wouldn't shock yeah. me if Birmingham won. Uh, but Salt Lake to stay within a touchdown, I definitely think is a distinct possibility. That is a uh, two o'clock kick, and that game is on TNT. Uh, coming up on Saturday. Saturday night, NFL Network, 8 o'clock Eastern. Arizona goes uh, to Memphis uh, to the Liberty Bowl Stadium. Uh, we get a team, Justin, of the only team, or matchup rather, of a team that scored in every quarter last week versus a team that didn't score in any quarter last week. Uh, Arizona, highest scoring team in Thanks, the league in week Dick. one. Hey, you decided to be a Memphis Express fan. That, that wasn't that wasn't my pick. Um, by the way, by the way, I, I picked Arizona as my team, and so we got Arizona, we got a, yeah, so a, a little bit riding on this game team matchup. Here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Wolford uh, had a, had a great uh, debut for the Hot Shots. Two hundred seventy five yards passing, four touchdowns, uh, in a uh, very fun game. Uh, last Sunday night against Salt Lake. Uh, I'm interested to see how they do going on the road. I think the weather in Memphis is not going to be great, uh, so that'll be interesting to uh, to see if that slows down the Hot Shots offense at all. But uh, as for this game, you look at uh, what uh, Arizona throws out there. I mean, uh, Josh Huff I thought was going to be like the guy, but Jarrell Presley uh, had a, had a nice game running the ball last week. Yeah. Uh, Josh Huff was kind of a non-factor. John Wolford blew the, blew the just blew the door off the place. I mean, he played lights out. I think this is going to be one of those games, right, where the lo- the line is incredible on this. It's almost insulting. It's so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. Sixteen points is at any professional level is a slap in the face. So, 
I look at this game and and Memphis's defense played really well against Birmingham up until the end. Yeah, it was until, like a bend until, but don't break situation. There was a lot of field goals. Yeah, until Trent Richardson kind of broke so, their broke their will. They were right in the mix of that game. Exactly up until the very end. So this is a game where I'd like to see. I think the defense that 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 you know that he's playing this week is a lot better than the one he played last week. Essentially, is what I'm trying to, what I'm getting at here, and I think that. They'll keep it within 16 points, but I just don't see a way Memphis wins this. And, and I want to. Like, I want to see how they win, but the corners were, were, were good last week. But you're going to be against, like, I think Josh Huff might have a, a coming out today because Mike Singletary is, I think he's going to just, I don't trust him anymore, Brandon. I don't trust him anymore. I was so excited to have him. I was I was so sold on the whole thing. I don't even know who the quarterback is for, for Memphis this week. Because if they put Hackenberg out there again, I don't I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah, and I'm this, just at a loss for words. I think the line is super disrespectful, but I don't see a way that Memphis beats Arizona. I think Arizona might be the leader in the clubhouse for for number one in the power rankings and maybe the best team in the league. Yeah, I have uh, I had Arizona number one last week, still number one this week in my power rankings. Uh, but you're right, 16 points in any professional level is is a disrespectful line. Um, and, and to be honest, Pressy can actually get it going too. Yes, I mean he, he he's more. More dangerous than a Trent Richardson in this league because he can do more for you. Yep, I think probably so. a better pass receiver out of the backfield. Um, as as for Memphis, is this Christian Hackenberg's last chance? Like for Memphis or just in total? In, in general. Yeah. I, mean, I was a massive Christian Hackenberg fan. I mean, after his freshman year at Penn State, who the hell wasn't a fan of Christian Hackenberg? Right. So, absolutely incredible. And then you saw maybe some... You know, it wasn't as good. He thought maybe, maybe Bill O'Brien leaving was was a part of that, and and he goes to the NFL and literally, I mean, like Bryce Petty got the look over him in, in in New York. He goes to he goes to uh he went to he was back for Big Ben at Pittsburgh for I thought good spot or no that was Mettenberger. Sorry, I'm thinking of Mettenberger now. I want Mettenberger to play this week. Mettenberger backed up uh, Big Ben. Hackenberg just never got a chance really. He bounced around. He got traded to the Raiders and was cut. So I don't I don't know what to, what to make of of this the roster as a whole because I came in looking at that team saying well they have two of the best quarterbacks Hackenberg is not one of the best quarterbacks Hackenberg was thoroughly outplayed by I had no idea who was who or who he was until everyone was hyping him up on Twitter during the QB draft right like never heard of him in my life and he was thoroughly outplayed thoroughly outclassed and I mean he's gonna if he throws out this week he's gonna be outplayed by Arizona as well so because. I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. Memphis is awful. They're probably the worst team in the league, but I still think 16 points in any professional league is a slap in the face. All right, so then you're you're on Memphis then plus the 16 with me? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a chance in hell they win the game, right? No. I don't think either one of us are... <laughs> I mean, unless 16 is too much, right? Yeah, unless uh, Mettenberger or, or Hackenberg, someone just all of a sudden finds it. Uh, Zach Stacy has a monster game. I mean, that, that's really the only way. Um, or unless Arizona just completely falls apart, and last week was a was a fluke. Uh, that that's kind of the only way I see Memphis win this game. But 16 points, I definitely think Arizona's uh, good, but not not. 16 points better in the bottom of the league. Uh, then shifting gears over to uh, to Sunday here on Flip Off here on Three Points Dance Magazine with Justin Day. I am Brandon Rush. Uh, Orlando goes to San Antonio. Matchup of the unbeatens in the AAF. Uh, Orlando comes in, Justin, uh, with a, with a, after a nice performance last week against uh, Atlanta at home. Kind of hesitant, though, to really kind of throw a lot of eggs in Orlando's basket right now because I think Atlanta's pretty awful. Um, Orla- Orlando's good, but Atlanta yeah, just... they're right there with Memphis. Yeah, 
Yeah. So so now you got San Antonio, who came off a home win, back-to-back home games for them inside the Alamo Dome uh, against a team in San Diego that really didn't have much offensive uh, uh, firepower either. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant in this one just because it's obviously you know two upper echelon teams in this league, but two teams that I don't know that I'm ready to sell the you know buy the farm on considering their week one opponents. I might this might be the first one we disagree on. I'm okay. I'm ready to put all my chips into the San Antonio basket. Ooh, okay. And maybe it was Cole being on here. Maybe he buttered me up. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe he did. But I thought Woodside, despite not throwing a touchdown, looked really good. Had some great throws. And I thought, and I thought. Kel McKay and Greg Ward Jr. looked like the most threatening offense in the league. I know that they didn't score 40, right? But factoring in the opponent and everything else, I, I thought they looked like the most promising offense in the league. And so I, when I saw this line, I, I couldn't believe they weren't the favorite. I would jump all over San Antonio plus five and a half. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm on the other side of this just because I think offensively that from a – a starting unit, especially at the skill position, that Orlando might have the best ready-made offense uh, with Gilbert, Akeem Hunt, uh, Charles Johnson, Jalen Marshall. Uh, there's guys who can who can absolutely play. So that offensive unit might be the best unit in in all the game right now. Um, but San Antonio, obviously a good defensive team. Uh, I just think that Spurrier with these kind of toys is is probably a little bit more lethal than than many other uh, offensive coordinators and play callers in this league right now. Uh, so because of that, I'm going to take Arizona minus the minus. The Do we know here. if Aaron Murray is starting though? Like, uh, do we know that yet? Well, that we're we're getting to that game. That's the, that's the Atlanta game. Oh shit! Sorry, sorry you're good. Sorry. You're good. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. I got that mixed up in my head. So. Um, yeah, yeah, that's Gary Gilbert. Yes, Gary Gilbert. But, am, but with that, I'm, I'm going to take Orlando plus the point, uh, minus the points. Um, I think this game goes over the total. I think both these offenses are very capable because, uh, like you said, Logan Woodside can absolutely sling it, and I think this might be the shootout of week two. Well, I mean, they're, I mean, they're two young gunslinging type quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and like you said, Spurrier is going to put you know those players in the in the proper position to make plays. This is I couldn't believe it wasn't the nightcap. Honestly, mm-hmm. I thought it would be the nightcap on Sunday. That was my that was my sort of theory on that, but I'm very excited to see, like you said, this is a very, this is, I mean, this is week two of a brand new league and a lot of these players are just getting up to speed. So mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see what Mikel McKay and Woodside look like this week because leaving week one, I thought that's the best connection in the league, at least currently yes. as we sit. I would, I would tend to agree. That's a four o'clock kick Sunday on the CBS sports network. And then the nightcap uh, Sunday night on the NFL Network, Atlanta goes to San, uh, San Diego. Both teams uh, looking for their first win of the uh, of the season, and and professional football returns to San Diego's first professional football game played in San Diego since the Chargers left. Uh, so I think the fan base there, with a lot of San Diego State guys on the roster, uh, will be a little bit excited to see professional football back in back in San Diego. Oh, very much so. I'm very excited to see what they what that fan base looks like because I, I still can't believe that they don't have a team. You know, me living in Missouri, they were going to leave Lewis and that was obvious. And then everyone saw Oakland coming, but I'm still so surprised that the NFL left San Diego. It was a great spot for Super Bowls and stuff like that. So I'm very excited to see what that fan base looks like. Uh, as for the, uh, for the game, uh, it's, it's curious and, and still looking back at it, I still don't understand why Aaron Murray isn't the starter and, and Matt Sims, uh, got the start in week one. He did not look great. Uh, but then again, we're not in practices. We're not in film room. We're not seeing right. what's, uh, what that coaching staff is seeing. Uh, so obviously they trusted Matt Sims a little bit more. Uh, the Atlanta fan base uh, was was kind of 
kind of peeved uh, when it was announced that Sims was going to be the starter because they're like, hey, we bought tickets to see Aaron Murray play. We bought tickets to see Denard Robinson play. Um, and those guys really didn't see much of the field in week one. So uh, as of right now, Sims appears to be the starter. But, uh, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if at some point if, if, the, if the offense stumbles that they don't turn it over to Murray. Yeah, I just – I get it, like you said, and that's a very astute point. We're not in the practices, and so obviously Sims is showing something that Aaron Murray's not showing in practice, but I just find it hard to believe that even if he's out playing him in practice, that I would not just go with who I think is the better quarterback. Yeah. Uh, as San Diego, though, did make a quarterback change as they benched Mike Bercovici after his dismal start uh, at San Antonio last week. They're going to go with Philip Nelson. And, Are we sure he's still not in the hospital? Man, he, he got absolutely <laughs> blasted on that on that one play. But he came, he came back and you know threw threw some some good yeah. balls. But then once the wheels fell off, it absolutely just collapsed for him. Uh, by the way, um, Tops the uh, the card company um, does limited runs of uh, what they call Tops now. You can go online, and last week they had a set of eight cards. There was kind of you know best, some of the best shots from every game. There is a photo of that hit that Washington put on Berkovici, where his helmet's popping off, the ball's popping out, and that was like a tops card that you could uh, oh, purchase last week. Uh, I bought it, so I, I'll have that piece even if the AAF folds. Like I still have an XFL mini football from like way back in way. Back I used in the day. to have one. I should find try to find one. And, I used and to have one. Like if if the AAF never does anything, that shot and that card alone is is worth the uh, worth the money. Um, but uh, I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see what they can what they can do with Nelson at the helm when he came in in relief. Didn't had a really small sample size against San Antonio last week, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he can do given a given a full week's of, uh, prep and and practice reps going into uh, to the home start. Uh, as for the uh, the betting angles on this one, Atlanta nine and a half point underdogs. Um, we, we talked last week that the the Vegas lines were um, a bit cautious just because we didn't really know what we were getting into it kind of feels like especially with a game like this that it's a bit of an overreaction because of what they saw in week one yeah between this game and the memphis game i mean those are two of the most overreactive lines i've ever seen which leads me to believe that i would do the exact same thing and i have to go with atlanta i even keep it at nine I mean, I, I think, you know, like you said, there's going to be a massive change from week one to week two. I have to believe that they're, they're going to keep it within, you know, a, you know, a two-score game. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't honestly know. Um, if, if, <laughs> well, here's the thing. If they stick with Sims, I haven't been blown away. Um, but at the same time, I can't fully trust Philip Nelson just because we, we haven't seen him. He threw, what, four passes? Or, uh, five passes last week. I, I can't. And it wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, so this, if you're going to bet a game, this would not be the one for me. Uh, I think there's better spots. No, stay away. Um, stay away. I would also kind of lean Atlanta plus the nine and a half, just because I think that they will get maybe a little bit better having another week of preps uh, of reps and uh, and practice. But uh, woof, that's a that's a rough go. Um, Over under seven and a half touches for Denard Robinson. I would like to think over, but. He didn't have that much in the in the, in the first game, so they they got to find ways to get their playmakers more involved. But of course, they they were they were stacked last week with bad field position and bad all sorts of bad decision making. But we'll uh, we'll see what they do. I'll, I'll I'll go over just because I like shoestrings. 
situation. Yeah, I think I'd take right about seven. I'd probably go under, but I think that's a good spot to start. If you can go from getting like, I think I only got two last week, maybe just one. If you can go from two to one, or, you know, one to two touches to getting seven week two, I think he'd take it. I think that would mean that they're probably dictating the pace of the game. Justin, you and I both went two and two last week against the spread. Um, I can't believe I that first game. I, I just what was I thinking? Yeah, that, that one will come back and, and bite you, I'm sure. Um, this week, uh, much like last week, we agreed on two games. Uh, no, I take that back. We weren't. Uh, we only agreed on one game last week, and we lost it. Uh, this week, yeah. we agree on two games. And if uh, if Memphis doesn't come through this time, we may never pick Memphis again. Oh, I never will. If they can't cover a 16-point spread, what games do we disagree on? I thought we were three. We agreed we're, on three. We're both on uh, Salt Lake and Memphis plus the points. Um, we are split on Orlando-San Antonio. Oh, you're right. Uh-huh. And then we're, we're, uh, we're both on Atlanta, so I take that back. We're right. uh, three games. It's just the early game on Sunday. Yes. So uh, three games we agree, and then I'm on Orlando, Justin on San Antonio. Week number two, what are you looking? what's the biggest thing you're looking for in week two? I'm just looking to see, like I said, what the offensive line play looks like, and mostly in terms of the teams that really underperformed last week. So Atlanta and Memphis, they had the worst showing, and it showed up front. They lost every battle when it came to offensive line play. And so I'm excited to see what they look like in terms of every team, basically, because the offensive line play was atrocious across the board. I'm excited to see what these quarterbacks can do when given more time. I'm excited to see if San Antonio is legit. And I'm also looking forward to seeing if Birmingham is committed to getting Trent Richardson 30 touches a game, because if they are, they're going to be dangerous. This is, I believe, Christian Hackenberg's at least, I wouldn't say a redemption week, but at least a week that Just he put can- Zach Medberger in, bro. Like I, he actually like played well in the NFL, like well as right. being like a relative term. Like he played decently. Like I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of both those guys, but yeah, he was awful last week. I'm <laughs> I was like literally my buddies come over and I'm like, bro, I'm ready to see Hack just sling this thing. Two quarters in, I'm like, I think it was like a series in. I was like, we want Mettenberger on Twitter, and you were like, he's inactive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're still waiting on the uh, active inactive list for uh, for Saturday's action. Uh, those will be coming out, and we'll be uh, retweeting those on uh, on Twitter. And, Sorry, I uh, cut you off though. What are you looking forward to? You I, I, to be honest with you, I, I want to see the, the the fan reaction online. Uh, last week during the during Saturday and Sunday, it seemed like the 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 football people that that I follow on Twitter, um, and, and even just some of the, the normal folk, so to speak, were at least engaged. I want to see if those people are around for week two. I want to see where where you know when we look at trends. Uh, trending Twitter on Saturday night uh, and Sunday night if you know, the AAF is is in the mix or if, if it's just a, oh, by the way, problem being they're going up against the NBA All-Star Saturday, which has a three-point contest, slam dunk contest. So and a massive UFC. Yes. Massive UFC yes, on Sunday so night. That's, that's going to be a huge test uh, for Saturday. For Sunday, you got the Daytona 500, but that'll be over before these games kick off. Uh, so there's there's a, at least a, a bit of a carryover. I want to see that continued interaction and that continued exuberance by the fan base and the general public public uh to to really kind of gauge whether or not this thing is going to make it that's that's what i'm looking forward to most this weekend yeah i'm excited to see what you, you know the the retention rate did, yep. did they retain the audience and did they you know maximize it are they yep. is there going to be more because they they outperformed what i thought they would do in week one i will say that it, it's a tough weekend like you said because you know sunday night is a ufc on espn it's the very first one mm-hmm. so luckily it's not a pay-per-view so it's not taken away from cable so they could flip back and forth if need be but it's a big night. It's it's a big night of fights, and uh, but I think football prevails in those scenarios at most times. Like people usually watch the NFL over the UFC, so if the football is good enough, I think it'll keep their attention. 
He's Justin Day. I'm Brandon Rush. That'll wrap up this edition of Flip Off here on Three Points Dance Magazine. We'll be back next week with a reaction to week number two and uh, uh, plus interviews galore to come as the show continues to grow. We appreciate you listening and tuning in. For Justin, I'm Brandon. We'll see you then. This has been Flip Off on Three Points Dance Magazine. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. We're at the middle of February. It's an important time if you're playing the games against the spread with March around the corner. Football is just not that far off, and guys that are going to turn a profit this year, they're making decisions now that are going to reap benefits all year long. Go to FatJackSports.com or call 1-800-298-1383 and get the lowest prices of the entire year if you're going to play the games against the spread. Going to Las Vegas, going to Atlantic City, Mississippi, take my selections with you. It's a lot less than you think, and I will help you turn a profit and help you make money this weekend playing the games against the spread. That's FatJackSports.com. The plays are text to your cell phone. They're emailed to you. Everybody gets the same exact selections. They will help you make money, and I post my results online at FatJackSports.com for everybody to see. Are you trying to turn a profit? Consistent winning selections will help you do that, and you can do it right now at FatJackSports.com. Get signed up today for the new year and save a ton of money at FatJackSports.com.